Good evening, everybody. Our scripture tonight is 28, 32 and 28. And he said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob. You have traveled with God and have prevailed. God bless you, everyone. And thank you for joining us. That's for Tuesday Night Live, the service for Bright Temple Church of God in Christ. I pray that each of you are blessed. We thank for reason with your people. Lord, strengthen us right now, even in this time, that we might be able to do your will. Give us the strength that we need, even as we hear this word, to have the courage to do what it tells us to do and allow us to leave. Don't allow us to leave this moment unchanged in Jesus name. Amen. And God bless you. I pray that you're blessed where you are. And according to our scripture on tonight there in Genesis 32 and 28, there Jacob had encountered the angel. And at the end of this encounter, the angel encourages Jacob, if you will, and says to him and declares that you will no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, because you have prevailed with men and struggled and you have shown yourself to be a winner. What had happened previously for Jacob is that Jacob, we know, had been a trickster, if you will, and kind of had carried that burden with even with his name. He had tricked his brother out of of his inheritance, out of his birthright and his blessing. And his mother had facilitated that deception. As such, that was kind of how Jacob was known. And because of that, even in further in life, he was subject to trickery and deception himself because that's kind of what he had put out there. And that's what he was known for. During this encounter, the angel inspired a change in Jacob and in a way it invigorated him to be something different and to do something else. And I'm trying to encourage somebody on that for that same purpose tonight. Somebody right now feels stuck where you are. You may be carrying something that you've been carrying for a long time. And even like Jacob, it may be your name or it may be your reputation. But I'm challenging you tonight that it may be time to move and do something else, to do something different. You're living, so that's an opportunity. That means you have hope. The Bible says to he that is attached to all the living things, there is hope for a living dog is better than a dead lion. What that really means is if we're breathing, if we're living, if we exist and we still have purpose, that God still has a plan for us and that we have the opportunity to change, that we have the ability and we have the hope of God to become everything that he has declared we shall be despite all of the things that we may have done in our past. God is giving us another chance. And that's really how we should embrace life and embrace every day. Every day is a new chance. Every day is a new opportunity. Maybe I didn't do everything that I could have done on yesterday, but God gave me breath on today. So today is a new opportunity to embrace the challenge of the day. And I, I'm challenging someone today to embrace the challenge of that day. Yesterday came with its own challenges, but today presents new challenges as God has given me another opportunity, another chance to conquer these challenges because we know that's in our blood, that's in our spirit, that's who we are, for we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Conquering is in your blood. Conquering is in your spirit. Victory is who you are. 
Thanks be to God who has already given us the victory. That's who we are. We are victorious. We are conquerors. We are champions through Christ Jesus. So if we take on that winning spirit, we take on that championship swagger. That's how we should embrace every day. Not arrogantly, because it's not of us. Not, the Bible says we're not saved by works. It's, it's not by works, lest any man should boast. If we think it's what we're doing, then we are not giving God his proper credit and glory. But it's only of God that we are champions, that we are victorious, that we have the opportunity to embrace a new challenge, to embrace a new day. And I'm challenging someone like there, right there in your life, wherever you are now. It's time to embrace the new. It's time to embrace this challenge. It's time to embrace the opportunity that God has given us. Every day is a new opportunity. But the thing about opportunities is that opportunities do pass. Opportunities keep moving. If you don't embrace the opportunity of today, the day still passes, the sun still rises and the sun still sets. And whether or not you've embraced the opportunity or not is up to you, but the day ends. But yet we get another day, yet we get another chance. Don't allow the days to accumulate and you keep passing up the opportunities that God is presenting you. In fact, we should not fall into a lull and just say, well, this is another day. I hope I subsist. I hope I survive. I hope I just make it through. Sometimes we can wish our days away. And when you wish the day away, you're wishing away opportunity. Let me say that again. When you wish the day away, when you wish that time would pass, you're wishing away opportunity. Some of us, we get at work or we get in places where we feel it's not pleasant and we look at the clock and we're praying that time would pass a little faster. But every time you do that, you're whisking away opportunities. Each day, each moment, each minute is an opportunity. And we should not wish that opportunities would go away. We shouldn't wish that opportunities would dissolve faster before our eyes, because as we wish time away, as we waste each day, we're allowing opportunity to pass us by. Don't allow opportunity to pass you by. Embrace the day, embrace the minute, embrace the moment. And we should do this irrespective of where we are in our circumstances. See, the thing is, a lot of us, we're thinking, I'm going to embrace the moment when I make a certain amount of money. I'm going to embrace every moment when I have a certain job. I'm going to embrace the moment when my children are grown. I'm going to embrace the moment once I become a grandparent. I'm going to embrace the moment once I've worked at the job so many years. I will embrace the moment once my bank account looks a certain way and once my portfolio evolves into a certain place. And in doing so, maybe unknowingly, we're whisking away the moments that we have right now. We're allowing opportunities to pass us by. Each moment, each minute is an opportunity and we need to embrace it. We need to grasp it. I say that in the context of this particular scripture because here, Jacob, I think, had just been living. He'd been moving from place to place and he was just living. He was getting married. He was going after a few things that he wanted. But I think this encounter with the angel was a benchmark in Jacob's life, or shall I call him as the angel did Israel? 
This was a moment where he began to see his life with a little more clarity. He began to see his life with a little more purpose. I began to believe after this moment that he began to understand what was important in life. If you continue to read the story, you'll know that after this, Jacob did something very substantial in his life. He went and found favor again in his brother who he had lied to, from whom he had stolen. He began to embrace his family again, and he began to take charge of the moment. And I'm telling you that instead of wishing time away, instead of waiting to live into a certain moment until you have a certain amount of money or, or have a certain amount of influence or job, embrace each moment. Maybe this is a moment right now in time that God is observing how I use it. We want more time. Some of us, we, um, I believe it was Martin Luther King Jr. said that longevity has its place. But he said, even in the moment where he was living, he said, but I'm not worried about that now. He said, I just want to do God's will. And maybe if we do God's will in this moment, maybe some of the things that we desire and pray for, God will make available for us if we embrace the moment. Why should we live a long time if we do not embrace the moments that we have right now? What is the point of living a long life if we don't embrace the moments that we have right now? Are we hoping in the future to be more wise than we are right now? Maybe sometimes we waste those things because you hear the saying, the secular saying, it says uh, that youth is wasted on the young. I believe what it means there is that when you're young, you're not thinking about time and you don't exercise the wisdom that you have in your later years. So maybe when we're young, we're whisking, thinking that we cannot die. We're not thinking about our mortality. And then as we get older, we're wise and then we're wishing that we were younger so that we could use the wisdom, but yet possess the energy. Yet in doing that, and even in saying that, that's kind of a cynical way of saying that I'm never going to be happy. When I was young and had energy, I didn't have wisdom. And now I'm old and I have wisdom, but I don't have the energy. I had the energy when I was young, but not the wisdom. But now I'm older and have the wisdom, but not the energy. But each moment is one to be embraced. Many people talk about Tom Brady and him being one of the greatest football players of all time. But one of the things that he had to learn and he had to do is to embrace how he could perform at different places in his career, different places in his career. Maybe his uh, accuracy was better and maybe his arm strength was better and maybe his mobility was better. Maybe he could move around in the pocket a little more when he was 25 as opposed to when he was 42. But what he learned to do is to make the most and maximize his capabilities despite his challenges. I might not be able to move as much now, but I'll operate more in the pocket. I'll learn to be the best I can at this stage of my career. And maybe each of us need to do the same, learn to embrace the moment. Maybe I'm young and I need, and I don't have the wisdom that I need, but I need to use my youth for God's purpose. Or maybe I'm older and wiser and don't have the energy that I once had, but maybe I need to use God's wisdom for his purpose. I need to embrace this moment. I need to adjust and adapt to what my reality looks like right now and embrace this moment. And most of all, be thankful and grateful to God. Lord, thank you for this day. Lord, thank you for this opportunity. Lord, thank you for another day. 
And maybe when we learn to embrace the moment, we will stop wishing moments away. Because I found when you're passionate about something, you can't have enough time to do it. You never have enough time to do anything that you're really passionate about. It seems like the moments and the hours just just flutter away. And before you know it, for those of you who are passionate about anything, you'll be up working on that thing at, 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 at five o'clock in the afternoon. Before you know it, it's 7 p.m. Before you look again, it's 10 p.m. And you can get really lost in that thing. And before you know it, it's early in the morning. Because the hours and the moments and the time, it seems like to just it, it flutters away while you're doing that, which you are passionate about. And I believe that's what embracing the moment is about. It's about making sure I prioritize the things that I am truly passionate about. And hopefully part of your passion is being passionate about God. Yes, this works for other things. It works for careers because if you're passionate about something and you get to get paid for that, which you're passionate about, as they say, you don't feel like you've worked a day in your life because you're so passionate about it. You don't feel like it's work. It doesn't feel burdensome. It doesn't feel onerous. You don't sit and look at the clock and wish that time would pass because you're working on something that you're passionate about. And maybe maybe God is challenging someone right now. He's challenging you to step out into something that you're passionate about. And when you do that, yes, yeah, sometimes that create that that requires faith. Faith will remove you from the familiar. The Bible talks about Abraham as a father of faith, and it talks about that because the first act of act of faith that we see from Abram is when God confronts him there in Genesis 12 and one and says, move from amongst your kindred and go to a place that I will show you. You're going to have to trust me. It's not going to be obvious. It's not going to be familiar. You're not going to be amongst your kin folks anymore. You're not going to be amongst your family. You're not going to live in the land where you were born and grew up. But he said, I'm going to take you to a place that I will show you and I'm removing you from the familiar and I'm going to ask you to step out on faith. For those of you who have passions that exist, that are burning in your heart, that are burning in your mind, some of you have businesses and ideas and you have new opportunities that you see and have God has designed and put in your heart and your mind and you're afraid to step out of that. But I'm going to let you know, I've been talking this month about expectancy expecting something great from God, expectancy is going to take you into areas that are unfamiliar. Expectancy is going to take you into areas that are unfamiliar. When you're expecting something, you're waiting for great, with great anticipation for it. But expectancy takes you to a higher level. When you are expecting God to do what he has said, it takes an act of faith. It takes a step of faith. You have to step out and trust and believe God that he's going to do exactly what he says. Sometimes the first part of that is you reimagining yourself. And I think we caught Jacob in the reimagining phase. I think the angel is telling Jacob, he said, you shall no longer be called. And when he says that, I'm looking at it and thinking, in other words, he's saying other people are going to call you Israel. They're not going to call you Jacob because they're going to see you differently. God is causing, causing you to move into an unfamiliar area. You're going to go to another level in him. 
you're not going to even see yourself the same way. And I, I think that's that's where we are right now with ourselves. Sometimes we have to reimagine ourselves to be able to walk out in what God has promised and told us that we shall have or told us what we shall be. We have to see ourselves differently. You're not just a product of where you're born or you're not just a product of your your home and how many parents or who raised you. Doesn't, it's not, you're not just a product of your education. You're not just a product of your family's previous financial history. You're not just a product of that. But God has the power to pull you out of that which is familiar and move you into something that's unfamiliar. But he's in, he only extends the invitation. He doesn't push you there. God doesn't, God doesn't push you over the ledge. You're going to have to have enough faith to jump. God doesn't take the steps for you. He, he, he will walk right beside you, but he doesn't take the steps for you. You're going to have to step out on faith and trust God and believe in what he said. I believe that, he, that Jacob began to live up to what had been declared in his life, but he had to make the steps of faith to get it done. If you're following his path, sometimes you also have to forgive. He sought forgiveness from his brother as his next step. And maybe some of us, we need to do the same thing. Some of us, we need to get forgiveness from God. Some of us, we may need to seek forgiveness from other people. We might need to apologize. We might need to see, to tell them that we were wrong so that we can move on to our next level. And I'd hate for that to be unforgiveness, to be a place where we get stuck. God has great things for you. You don't have time to live in unforgiveness. You don't have time to try and match everything that those who've worked against you have done. You don't have time to seek vengeance. Your future is too bright. You have great things ahead of you, but you can't get ahead as long as you're looking behind. On Sunday afternoon, we shared, we were talking about the tadpole and we were saying that the tadpole in its metamorphosis, in its stages, that it's not very pretty. It's not a good looking fish. It has a big head and a short body and it doesn't look like a, a fish that anybody would want. But even in the middle of its metamorphosis, it begins to grow legs. It begins to grow appendages that don't even help it swim. And I can imagine the other fish look around and are looking at the tadpole and say, boy, that's, that thing sure is ugly. That's not even a, a fast moving fish. And what's 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 those legs that are growing on its side? The, that, that thing is funny. It's peculiar. It's weird. It's strange. But the thing that is happening that in the metamorphosis of the of the tadpole to the frog, that it's developing legs, legs that don't help it swim, but legs that are necessary for its next level. It begins to lose its gills and develop lungs because it's moving from one dimension to the next. And the, and the things that are working against it while it's in the water, the predators, those things, the fish that make, may make fun of how it looks, won't even be seen on the next level. When the frog fully changes and jumps out of the water, the things that were predators to it before can no longer catch it. It can't grasp it. It can't breathe on the next level. And, that's what I, something I need us to understand is that while we're spending time trying to get vengeance on this level and trying to correct every slight and worry about those people who are working against us and worry about the, the challenges that we have on this level, God already equipped you for the level that you're on. What he's doing now is equipping you for the next level. 
He's preparing you for the next challenge. So while you're sitting there wishing time away where you are, what we need to be doing is making sure that we're learning the lesson of this level. Learn the lesson of the level. Learn the lesson of the level that you're on right now. The job that you have right now may not be the job that you always have. You may not retire that. The place where you're living now may not be the place where you always live. The city that you're in may not be the same city that you're always in. But I want you to understand that wherever you are, God has already equipped you for this level. So instead of spending time worrying about the problems of this level, what you need to do is learn the lesson of the level so that you can be prepared when God moves you on up when he moves you to the next next level when he because he's currently preparing you for the next dimension in your life and you may not even be aware of it i learned in my own life in my own personal example that there were things that i was learning and i didn't know where i was going i didn't know that god was going to take me into this level of ministry but there are so many jobs that i have and so many times when i talk to people they talk about how many different jobs that I had and that I was always working, trying to provide for myself and my family. But in each job, now that I look back, um, I'm able to look in retrospect. I begin to understand that those things were preparing me for where I am now. I learned something on each one of those levels, if you will. And each one of those levels was a part of my education so that God could prepare me for where he was taking me next. And this is how I think I think God is still preparing me. I'm still trying to learn the lesson of this level because I'm trusting God that he's taking me even higher. He's taking me to another place in him. As I leave you tonight, I want you to remember that. Learn the lesson of the level. Don't wish away your time. Don't wish away your storm. Don't brush away your experience. Because even as you wish time away, even as you waste this beautiful gift that God has given you of today, you're literally wishing away opportunity. I challenge you to embrace the opportunity of tonight. Embrace the opportunity of the hours left in this day. Embrace every week, every day, every hour, every minute, every moment. Understand that God is challenging you to be better and to do greater things. And Lord, let us not be guilty of wishing any opportunity away. May I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. And in the context of your message, Lord, again, we thank you for this day. The beautiful gift that you gave us of this morning that you wrapped it in in a sunrise and you'll close it with the bow of a sunset. Hopefully, Lord, that we have embraced the challenge and the opportunity of this day. And Lord, even before this day ends, may each of us who are listening and a part of this sharing, may we even embrace the challenge of the next few hours before this day ends. And let us wake up on tomorrow with new promise, with a new attitude, with a new level of expectancy. And just look at ourselves in the mirror and say, Lord, thank you for another day. Thank you for another chance. Lord, thank you for another opportunity. And Lord, give me the strength. Give me the strategies for this day 
that I may fully take hold of the opportunity that is before each and every one of us. Lord, I pray that you challenge our hearts, challenge our hearts and our spirits, that we may go after you, that we may go after your will, that we may go after your promises, that we may go after your purpose. And Lord, as we seek your purpose, when we're challenged by the passion of the purpose that you've put inside of us, Lord, we won't feel bored. We won't feel tired. We won't wish the day away, but we will be driven by the passion for our purpose that you've poured into each and every one of us. And while we're pursuing our passion, Lord, sometimes the day may slip away from us, but Lord, we'll live each day with the passion of knowing we're doing your work. And as your son said, we must work the works of him who sent us while it is day for the night comes where no man can work. Lord, our time is short. Let us embrace even the brevity of this opportunity to do your will, to live with passion and to pursue every opportunity that you've laid before us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And God bless you. I pray that you have been blessed and inspired by the words that you heard on this evening. I pray that you've been challenged by them and that you will live by them on tomorrow. On tomorrow, be reminded of what we shared on tonight. That tomorrow, embrace, wake up in the morning and embrace the opportunity. Tomorrow is not just another day that you have to go to work. It's not just another day on the calendar. It's not just a Wednesday. But tomorrow when you wake up, recognize God gave me this time for a purpose. I'm here for a purpose. God woke me up. I am God's intentional creation. And I didn't just happen to survive the things that I've been through. But God caused me to survive for a purpose. I think after the clarity of COVID, maybe we'll understand and appreciate that more. Why did I survive? It was not an accident. But being as intentional as God is about us, I survived for a purpose. Help me to embrace my purpose. Help me to pursue it with passion. And Lord, let me embrace the opportunity of not just every day, but every hour, every minute and every moment to be the best that we can for you. God bless you. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Give a Fun. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.